So check this out. What happened when I decided to sleep for 4 hours a day? So, do you ever think about how cool it would be if there were more hours in a day? You could easily have time for everything – work, hobbies, friends and family, or just lazing around doing nothing at all. But enough dreaming, let's get back to reality. The only way to make it happen is by sleeping less. But would that actually work without turning you into a tired grouch? <laughs> well, Brightside spoke to a man who one day decided that sleeping is for the weak and adjusted his daily routine to leave only 2-4 to four hours for sleep. And here's what he said. Where did the idea come from? Rumor has it that great minds like Leonardo da Vinci, Nikola Tesla, Salvador Dali, and a whole slew of other geniuses of the like practice so-called polyphasic sleep, which means they slept for only about 1-4 to four hours a day. In a nutshell, polyphasic sleep is a sleep pattern where you drastically cut your bedtime during the night and add a couple of 20-30 to 30 minute naps throughout the day. It sounds a bit crazy, but in the end, you wind up with a few additional days every week. Plus, the most crucial stage of sleep, known as rapid eye movement sleep, lasts exactly 20-30 to 30 minutes, and this is the peak time for your brain to recharge and de-stress. Just like many other people, I'm pretty much always short of time. Every month I decide that I want to start going to the pool regularly, but instead I go home, lie down and binge on another YouTube marathon. I'm usually late for meetings and I procrastinate all my important tasks until the next day. So at one point, I decided that enough is enough and the time has come to try polyphasic sleep. Before we go any further, you should know that polyphasic sleep has a couple of possible schedules to pick from. If you want to try it, you can choose between five standard ones or from those practiced by history's finest, like Winston Churchill, who slept for six and a half hours a day, or Nikola Tesla, who preferred to leave two hours and 20 minutes for snoozing. You can also do what I did and make up your own schedule. There are also different online time schedule calculators that can help you with that. So, my final sleep schedule consisted of 4 hours of sleep at night and two 25-minute sleep breaks during the day, one after lunch and the other after my work shift. Here's how the next couple of days went. Day 1. The experiment started out fantastically, to be honest. I went to bed at 1.30 a.m. and woke up at 5.30. I had plenty of extra time before work. So I finally did all the housework and made a to-do list for the entire week. To keep up with the schedule, I brought a sleep mask and earplugs to work. After lunch, I just found a quiet place to really relax and try to fall asleep. I tried the same thing at home, but I couldn't fall asleep within 25 minutes. Well, I guess that'll change in the next few days. Day 2 Before I started this experiment, I had talked to a couple of people that tried it and managed to master this type of sleeping pattern. They warned me that it takes several weeks to get used to it. Until then, especially for the first two weeks, you basically feel like a zombie. And this is exactly what happened to me on day two. I was incredibly tired and emotionally drained. Day 3 At this point, there was no today or tomorrow. All the days turned into one big blur. But I was finally able to fall asleep during my 25-minute breaks. However, I didn't feel any better after them. Every now and then I thought to myself, why on earth am I doing this? I should just go to bed. 
It took a lot of effort and willpower to overcome this rough patch and continue the experiment. Day 4. The blurry state of mind became almost a norm for me. If someone started to talk to me, I just stood there and stared blankly ahead of me. It took too much energy for me to keep up a conversation or even simply reply to questions. I spend most of my time staring off into space. My appearance also changed in the first four days, and definitely not for the better. I looked way paler, and my eyes were constantly bloodshot with dark circles under them. Maybe the worst is over, and it's going to get better from here. Day 5. I started getting a little accustomed to my new sleep schedule. As soon as I closed my eyes for a 25-minute nap, I could immediately enter deep sleep. I even woke up earlier than I needed to and still felt a bit rested. I also had a lot of free time at night, so I decided to read more books and watch more documentaries. That's how I found out about a tribe in Brazil called the Periaja. People in this tribe never fully sleep. They just take 20-minute naps, leaning back against a tree from time to time. They believe that when you sleep for too long, you become less and less yourself. That's some deep introspective stuff, right? Plus, they don't like sleeping in general, so that helps. Day 6 and 7 I finally got fully used to polyphasic sleep. Almost every time I woke up from my naps, I felt like I had been sleeping for a solid few hours instead of just 25 minutes. Mental blocks and cloudiness completely vanished, and my work capacity went back to normal. I managed to do more than I had ever imagined I could. I was reading books and watching movies every evening, and I was able to stop drinking coffee entirely. Not to mention, I started going to the pool at long last. So I'm back on track. Days 8 through 10. My creativity and stamina improved significantly due to the fact that I could properly recharge my brain in time and regain my strength. After the afternoon nap, it felt like a whole day had gone by, and I was able to find the best solution to a problem I couldn't figure out earlier. All of the obvious signs of my exhaustion had disappeared too, and my complexion went back to how it was before. My experiment continued to give some great results. I felt alright and was more productive than ever. Days 11 through 14. At this point, I decided not to stick to any certain sleeping schedule and just let my body decide for itself when the best time to rest was, and I felt really comfortable this way. I also pushed myself a little to know more about my limits, so I kept sleeping less and less through the night. It turned out that two and a half hours of nighttime sleep is enough for me if I have my daytime naps. If I want to sleep even less at night, I should just add one more sleep break and that's it. That's basically how I do it now. The pros and cons of polyphasic sleep. Pros. Number one, productivity. I managed to knock out my entire day's to-do list before lunchtime. If this isn't the goal, then I don't know what is. It's become way easier to solve any problems and complete all my tasks. Number 2. No more alarm clocks. I've started to notice that I wake up before the alarm clock even rings. And I don't feel so grumpy about it either. I'm just ready to hop up and get things done. Number 3. Healthy food. It was hard to fall asleep on a full stomach, 
So during my experiment, I ate mostly light meals and natural foods. The result was obvious. The feeling of heaviness in my stomach disappeared. I became more active, and I even saved some cash. It was definitely worth it. Number 4. More exercise and books. With less time spent sleeping, I have more time to develop myself both physically and mentally. I've read all the books I wanted to, and I started going to the gym and the swimming pool. All this has resulted in me getting sick less often and feeling much more robust. Cons Number 1. Days turn into one big blur. We're all used to thinking of days as a series of dusks and dawns, but with polyphasic sleep, the days all become an endless time stream. Dusk and dawn are just signals for people to fall asleep or to wake up and nothing more. Number 2. No more partying. I think I entered a serious, more mentally mature phase of my life during this experiment. From that time on, there were no go-hard-or-go-home parties or nights out with friends. And don't even get me started on alcohol. It ruins the whole schedule. I guess productivity requires sacrifices. Number 3. Health-wise, it's not for everybody. In the beginning of the experiment, the drastic changes in your sleep are very hard for your nervous and circulatory systems. So be careful. Do your research and learn more about this topic before you start. My thoughts after the experiment. If your life is like one big to-do list that you just can't seem to keep up with, then polyphasic sleep is probably for you. All jokes aside, I definitely became more productive and I have a lot of spare time that allows me to do everything I want and even more. On the other hand, it can be difficult since the whole world is on a completely different regimen. Your friends and family might think it's weird when you tell them you can't go out with them or ask them to pause a movie so you can take a nap. In any case, it's your choice to make. Just do your homework first and then go for it. If this sort of dramatic change isn't for you, don't worry. There are still lots of things you can do to improve your productivity. First of all, when you're trying to get something done, turn off your phone. It might sound a bit silly, but your phone is a huge distraction. You reply to one message here, read some news there, and within a few minutes, you're on Instagram checking out celebrity profiles or on Twitter debating some new topic. Just put it down or turn on airplane mode. Trust us, your level of productivity will definitely increase. Secondly, stop waiting for the perfect moment. If you want to do something, just do it. All the obstacles and roadblocks are in your head. In real life, it doesn't matter whether you start something on Monday or Thursday. What really matters is how much you worked on it. Another thing is a messy workplace. You won't ever be able to do something quickly if your workplace isn't tidy. It just takes more time to find things and stresses you out even more. So clean it all up and learn to keep it that way. It's no surprise that people you surround yourself with make a huge difference too. Try to steer clear from negative Nancys and Debbie Downers. You won't get any good energy or inspiration from people who are always depressed for the sake of being depressed. They'll instead just criticize all your ideas and make you doubt yourself. And finally, learn to say no. It's a magical word that everyone should know. Don't overload yourself with too many tasks, some of which you don't even care about. Value your time and spend it on stuff that makes you happy and excited. 